Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I'm your host, Julie Sabatino, and today we are going to dive deeper into shopping for your wedding dress. In episode one, we talked about getting started on your wedding dress search, when to make the appointments, how to figure out where to go, and what to keep in mind as you're researching designers. Today, I want to take you through the next step in the process, which is the appointments themselves, so that you know what to expect when walking into the wedding dress salon for the first time. We're going to talk about how you can maximize the appointment itself to make the best use of your time and what to do if your consultant just isn't getting you. And lastly, we're going to talk about what you need to know about finding the one and ordering the dress and putting down the deposit. So let's get started. Let's start by talking a little bit about the appointments themselves and what to expect when you walk into the salon. I'm sure you can guess that you're going to be changing in front of the consultant. They typically don't step out while you're getting undressed and they're putting you in and out of the gowns that you're trying on. So for brides that are modest, I always recommend them coming prepared, uh, whether that means having some Spanx on or some tights, pantyhose and a bra that you don't need to take off, perhaps a strapless one. Um, It's always a good idea if you're not really comfortable getting changed in front of people. And also, it's important to know that you should always wear underwear. There are a lot of salons that won't let the girls who like to go commando try the dresses on. They feel it's not sanitary, and they will make you go out and buy underwear so that you can actually do the appointment and try on dresses important to know. Another thing you want to think about is if you have specific shoes or undergarments that you'll definitely be wearing. If so, bring them along and make that part of the dress process. You know, some brides know that they will absolutely be wearing Spanx on their wedding day. Bring them along so that while you're trying them on, you can really get an idea for what your shape is going to look like in that dress when you have the undergarment on. You're going to want to wear clothing that day that's easy to take on and off. So if you're doing a bunch of appointments, you're not spending a lot of time dressing and undressing and fussing with how your outfit looks. It certainly helps a lot when it's summer in New York City and we don't have many layers, but in the winter it gets a little bit more complicated. Most of the appointments are an hour to an hour and a half, depending on the salon and the day of the week. And during that time, you can typically try on somewhere between 10 and 15 dresses, depending on how fast you go. And some brides like to really analyze every dress they put on, even the ones that they know they don't like. They spend time looking at and trying to understand the factors of it that they like and don't like. Um, And other brides put it on, realize they don't like it and take it off. So the number of dresses you can try on your appointment really depends a lot on how fast you go and how quickly you make decisions. It's important to show up to the appointments on time. And if you're going to be late, give them a call. On the weekends, the appointments are booked back to back at these salons, and it's the courteous thing to do. You also want to make sure that you can get your full appointment and you're not cutting yourself out of time that could be better spent. Show up on time to the appointment, and if you're going to be late, give them a call. Sometimes people get stuck in traffic and things happen, but you should know that on the weekends especially, they're booked back to back, and if you show up late, you're not going to get your full appointment. And of course, it's just the courteous thing to do. 
but you should know they're not going to be able to extend it longer on the other end just because you were late. And another thing I want to tell you is that wedding dress sizing is crazy. You will learn this very quickly when you start trying dresses on. A wedding dress size is much smaller than regular clothing. So don't be alarmed if you're a size 8 and you're trying on a wedding dress in a size 12 and it just fits. No one really understands why they're still continuing to do the old-time couture sizing, but they are, and it can be a little bit devastating to your ego if you're not prepared. So just ignore the number on the dress label and go for what fits and what feels good. Now I'd like to talk a little bit about how to maximize your appointment. And I think a big part of that is really knowing how to communicate with your consultant. Um, it's a little bit of an unnatural relationship sometimes because you're not used to having that level of help when you're trying items on in a store that are different than a wedding dress. So the first step is typically the consultant will bring you into the room and chat with you about your wedding. They're going to want to know the venue, the date, you know, whether or not you have a wedding planner, you know, any details you want to share with them are great. And they're also going to ask you if you've tried on dresses and if so, what you have liked and disliked. You can be honest with them in this moment. It's really important to tell them what you like and what you don't like, what you've tried on and what you are interested in seeing. And be upfront with them if you have a favorite dress that you're trying to beat. They may even help you compare and contrast what you try on to that dress in particular. I've been in many appointments where they will look at a picture of a bride in a dress from a different salon and say, oh, wow, that's really beautiful. And then in every dress that they try on in their salon, they will help you critique it against the dress that you already love. Trust them to pull things for you that are a little outside of what you describe. They know their dresses better than anyone. And if they throw a wild card into the mix, it's usually worth a try. And I have seen it work more than once where they say, just give this one a try. I know it's not exactly what you're thinking, but you never know. And the truth is, and you'll learn this very quickly when you start trying dresses on, a lot of times things look different on the body. And sometimes your idea of what you think you want changes. So if something's a little bit appealing, I say, give it a shot. You really have nothing to lose. But with that said, when you rule out something major, like let's say, for example, you rule out um, strapless dresses entirely because you've tried them on several times and you realize you just don't want that. Or if you're really not going for a ball gown, it's okay to say to them, you know what, I've ruled these things out because I've tried them on and it's just not what I'm looking for. And that way you're not wasting your time or their time at all either. You should know also that when you tell them these things, you're not going to hurt their feelings. When you give your opinion about the dress that you have on, um, about the things that they pull in, about their ideas, you're not going to hurt their feelings if you say to them politely, this isn't really what I'm looking for, or I don't like it because of this. It actually helps them. They didn't design the dresses, so they're not offended when you don't like it. It's their job, and what they want to do is help you get to what you do like. So the more information, the better. With that said, if you're just not clicking with a consultant, it can be really hard. It's hard to say that to somebody. It's hard to say to them, I really don't think you're getting me. And sometimes 
you have to think about how you're communicating to them and whether or not you're being specific enough. So if you feel that the consultant is bringing in a lot of gowns that you have absolutely no interest in trying on that just aren't your style, maybe you need to be more specific. Maybe you need to say in a little bit of a stronger way or a more clear way what you like and what you dislike and why. The why can be the most important piece of information. It may not be obvious that you don't like the way you look in strapless dresses, therefore you don't want to try any on because they might think you look great. So they're just like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, maybe she'll come around. So it's really important to be specific. And then if you've tried all of those things and you just can't turn it around, but you suspect there are things there at the salon that you aren't seeing that you would like to try on, it's okay to ask for the manager and talk to her or him about coming back and working with someone else. It's going to be a better experience and it happens all the time. You know, not everybody is the right fit for each other. And so don't worry about, you know, offending them. They would much rather you come back and work with someone that's a better fit which they will be able to suggest to you and have a good and productive appointment. So you've gone through the process, you've tried on a bunch of dresses, you finally find one that you love and you're ready to order it. Let's talk about what you need to know. Something that surprises a lot of brides is that they are going to order a size based on your measurements and the measurements that you are today. So why it's important that you know that is because you might size into a size eight in that particular wedding dress designer's size chart, but you might normally be a size four. And so you're thinking there is no way you're ordering me a size eight in this dress, but they have to because that's how the designer is sizing the items. And if they order it smaller, it may not fit when it comes in. And let me tell you, it is a lot easier to take a dress in than it is to take a dress out. Even if you plan on losing weight, they still have to order the dress based on the size you are today. On rare occasions, I've had brides that have a goal of losing a lot of weight, like 50 or 60 pounds, and they will come back midway through the process and get remeasured after they've lost some weight. But these are pretty extreme circumstances, and it's been prearranged with the designer and the store. If you're planning on losing 10, 15, even 20 pounds, you can notify the consultant and let them know when you're placing the order. But chances are they're going to order you the same exact size anyway um, that they sized you into because what if you don't? You really never want to be in a situation where your dress comes in and it doesn't fit. So the next step once they've taken your measurements and put you into a size is they're going to write it all down in a contract. Um, this contract should list every specific thing to your dress. You're going to want to see the style number, the size that you're ordering, the color, the fabric, any changes that are going to be made. You're going to want to know what an approximate due date for the dress to come into the store is. And anything and everything that you think is important for the salon to know in the future is something that should be listed in the contract. You're then going to put down a non-refundable deposit which is typically 50%. I've seen some salons do 60, but generally it's 50. And it's important to know that this is non-refundable. If you change your mind, if you decide on a different dress, you decide you hate it in a week, that deposit is non-refundable. So you're not getting your money back. So really make sure before you decide and sign the contract and, and that it's the dress for you. Then 
they're going to give you an approximate time that your dress will arrive into the store. So it's usually, you know, four to six months after you place the order. And as you get closer, they're going to call you to schedule your first fittings. Sometimes they schedule all three fittings at once, and sometimes they schedule the second two at the first fitting. And we talk a lot more about uh, first wedding dress fittings in the next episode, so definitely tune into that if you are looking for more information. But one thing that's important to remember is that I always recommend doing your fittings at the salon where you purchase the dress. Not only do they know the dress better than anybody else, but they're also going to stand behind the alterations. And if something goes wrong, should they need extra fabric, you know, things happen, um, it's their job to fix it. And that's a really important thing. I hope this information has been helpful on preparing you on what to expect when you go into a bridal salon for the first time and when you're in the appointments and when you're purchasing your dress. As always, I really want to hear from you. If you have any questions or there are things that I did not answer, you can reach out to me through Instagram. My handle is at the stylish bride or through my website, thestylishbride.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now. Bye.